We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. OJ McDuffie's on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. So we talked with Aronde Gadston yesterday. He was on the last Dolphins team to win a playoff game, and so was OJ McDuffie. We quizzed OG on the, uh, on the roster um, and then we had quizzed OG on who the quarterback was uh, on that team in 2000. OJ McDuffie and his podcast partner, Seth Levitt, they've got that quarterback, Jay Fiedler, on their podcast, The Fish Tank, uh, this wow. week. So I'm guessing, uh, Juice, that you talk about the uh, the 2000 playoff win with Jay Fiedler on the pod? Well, yeah, man. I mean, it's the only thing we could talk about when it comes to the Dolphins. I mean, we got to think about – I mean, we, we talk about a 72 team all the time. We got to talk about that 2000 team, right? Do you remember that game? Like, is it is that a game that, like, you could – like, Aronde had a, had a catch in overtime that set up Lamar's run, and so uh, someone had sent me the highlight of it yesterday, but OG remembers that catch like it was yesterday. Do you remember that game? Hawk, man, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm all about triggers nowadays, man. You know, I do remember because I've seen highlights. You know, I saw – I remember my one-hand catch that I had on, you know, first down. I do remember one catch I had in, you know, that uh, was like a, a first and 15. I think I got 19. But it's all because I, I can go back and look at the film <laughs> as we were prepping for Jay to come on our podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, hell no, I don't remember that game, man. <laughs> 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 Just, what about the next game? Because you didn't win the Super Bowl, but I, if I'm looking at it right, y'all didn't score a damn point the next week? Where we play next week? I don't even know what we did. We go Oakland. To, uh, Oakland? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Oakland beat Scott out of it. They sure did. <laughs> they sure did. I do. I, I kind of recall that. I don't remember the game itself, but I, I know we that was in the season. That's for damn sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> and like – but does that because we're we're talking about playoff? I know getting to the playoffs with Tua being yeah. a playoff quarterback now. Mike McDaniel, first year coach, he went to the playoffs. Like, is was is that a great memory in your mind of that playoff victory? Yeah, it really is, man. For one, for me, I mean, if you I don't you don't remember this, Tanner, because you weren't like probably following the Dolphins then, because you know you're I think you're still in college, high school, still doing what you do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Running from the police and stuff. But, um, <laughs> hey, hey, but, there's truth. There's truth in all jokes, and you were dead on. I was. <laughs> Me and the police had plenty of run-ins back then. Yeah, but see, that was my really my official last year playing, and I got hurt in '99. I missed most of that 2000 season, my foot injury, and I kind of made it back towards the end of that season, man. Just trying to trying to figure out a way to to make it happen. So I, I do remember in that game, 
you know, we had to figure out that I can only cut one way, you know, from the left side and, and the other, and one way from the right side because I couldn't push off my left foot. So everything on the on the left side, I had to cut off my right foot, and everything on the right side, you know, I had to uh, in or out cuts more more what it was about in cuts from the right side, out cuts from the left side because I could not push off my left foot because of my injury. And so I do remember that, and I didn't realize this. And OG probably get a kick out of this because OG's always talking. I heard him talk with you guys a bunch of time about my targets. I had 12 targets in that game. <laughs> and OG is always saying, oh, you got all the targets. And always. He, he was right. He was right this game. He damn sure was right about that game, man. He thinks he'd still oh, be yeah. playing if you weren't stealing all his targets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I retired right after that. What happened after I left? What happened? He, can't, he can't have it both ways, man. He still played after I left. He can't have it both ways, you know what I mean? Well, not not by OJ's, uh, OG's estimation. <laughs> he can have it both ways. <laughs> But Hawk, to that to that story, you had twelve targets and your left foot was a cast. <laughs> Dude, it was yeah, it was. You should have seen it, man. It was uh, shot up, taped up. I had a still shank in that thing, man. I was I couldn't move for anything, bro. It was it was rough. It, it, was o- rough. it Oakland Jay, know hey, like like, like was that public? Like did Oakland know? Like could they game plan for that? Well, they probably looked at the film against the Colts and said, yeah. hell, this dude can't <laughs> We're going to make sure this dude is forced inside or forced outside, making work on that bad toe. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Man, O.J. McDuffie is with us. So we look ahead to Sunday, and I, I, we were talking in the last segment, I, you know, and, and I said, if anyone sees a path to victory, it'll be O.J. McDuffie because he is always an optimist when it comes to his teams. Um, we know two is not going to play. Probably going to be Skylar Thompson on Sunday. I can't get out of my head what I saw last Sunday with them unable to get into the end zone. So how, how can they win Sunday in Buffalo? Ooh, we man, oh man, I, I, it's 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 a, that's a tall task. Let's be honest here, man. You know, it's a tall task playing Buffalo no matter what with all of our guns. You know, I mean, it's a tall task. Um, only chance, you know, you got to for one. We have we don't turn anybody over. So can we find a way to turn them over? Can we score on defense? Um, you know, can we do? Can we run the football? Can we control the clock a little bit? Can we try to win the game late? You know what I mean? You know, the, most is probably not going to play. I don't know if Teron Armstead is going to play. You know, um, so there's a, there are a lot of things that <clears throat> that are possible. But hell, we're playing against Buffalo at home. They got a lot of momentum going. You know, look, New England gave them all they could handle last week. We went for two kickoff returns for touchdowns. I mean, that's a, that's a tighter game in Buffalo. And that's a team that's riding a momentum wave. There's a team that, you know, had an emotional thing going. So there's always a possibility. But can we get it done? I'm with you, Hawk. What I saw from Skyler, man, I, I'm just a little worried about him going into an atmosphere like this, you know what I mean, and being able to handle his emotions, you know, being able to go in there and be effective as a, as a, as a passer or a leader. But if we can run the rock, if we can run the football, We've got a chance to at least give ourselves a fighter's chance at the end, man. And you know, this is any given Sunday, right? I'm, I'm a Dolphin. I'm a, I'm a true homer. But it is any given Sunday. But the, everything really has to – the stars really have to align perfectly for us to win a game there. And, Juke, speaking about the quarterback and, uh, you know, McDaniel, I do respect him as a play caller. And now he's seeing more of Tyler. And I might be just being super positive. But now that he sees more film on him, evaluates, you know, his, his vision, you know, how his, you know, head movement works, is there, like, am, am I being crazy to think now McDaniel can, I guess, form a game plan better around what Skyler does and his strengths and, you know, stay away from his weaknesses? Well, I thought it. Now, you know, man, we knew he was going to start against 
the Jets last week, you know, and I thought that's what they would do then. You know, we knew he was starting against Minnesota, and I thought they would do that then. So, I mean, I, I, there's got to be a way. I, I think the biggest loss is we don't have Raheem out there. Because yeah. Raheem, is, yeah. he's starting to be that guy, man. He's running downhill. He's running angry. You know I mean? Of course, we know about his speed. But I know that, you know, Jeff Wilson's really, really good. And I know Ahmed came in, and he's going to be a solid guy for us, too. But, man, it's, it's tough to lose Raheem. And that's probably Skyler's best friend out there would be a good running game, a running back like what Moster was doing. Um Got to find ways to get the guys to our playmakers. You won't be able to get it downfield, I don't think, because of what we have to do patchwork line-wise. So how do we get the ball to Tyreek? How do we get him on the move? How do we get the ball to, to, to Waddle? Or even how do we get the ball to Mike Kosicki? You know, it could be like a really boring check down, you know, get a three yards here, four yards there. It's like old old Penn State you know, school of thought when I played there, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust. I mean, that might be the best way of going out there and not trying to be, you know, uh, too much over the top. Hopefully a two-yard pass to Tyreek can turn into 80, but we can't count on that. There's different ways, but, man, it's got to be a a short, quick game and hopefully a run game to help him out a lot. To to that being said and and what Crowder was asking, you know, Rondé said yesterday for him, Sunday is kind of on the the shoulders of Mike McDaniel. You know, Rondé calls him Boy Wonder. He says Boy Wonder's got to do his thing. So does it it become that now because – you know who the personnel is, and obviously you know who the personnel is of the team that you're facing. So at this point, it's got to be the coach that devises something so creative or something that plays to your strength so well that you can at least be in the ball game. Yeah, we've got to be hella creative. You know, we've got to find a way to score, obviously, more than 11 points. That's for damn sure. Uh, and, the, and the key, you know, honestly, is like, how do we stop them from scoring if we can't? you know, generate any any points, you know, how we stop them at the same time. And so Coach Coach McDaniel is definitely he's definitely creative. But it seems like in, lately that people are starting to figure him out a little bit. So how can he, you know, uh, I would say reinvent himself, but something along those lines where he can give them something that they haven't seen before. I'm sure we've got a few things that, you know, you keep in your bag of tricks. You know, obviously we know Buffalo well. They know us well. But they know us with, with two or the teddies under center. So we'll see how they adjust to Skyler. We know everything they're going to do with, you know, with Josh and, and Diggs and all those guys. So I think he's got to get creative. Obviously, you can't go out there and have a playbook full of trick plays, you know, in, in order to try to win it, you know. Um, but at the same time, though, you got to do something different that they haven't seen. But there has to be a couple different trick plays. Got to be a couple different things that can change momentum. You know, you've got to take a few chances. Or you know, hell, can we count on? I mean, can we count on Morstead to pin them down inside the 10 and make them go 90 every time? You know, whatever it has to do, man, we have to figure out a way to shorten the game, you know, get some, get some momentum going some other way other than just counting on Skyler to do it by himself. And, Juice, heading into this season with, a, you know, first-year head coach, you would say, we all said it, it's going to be hard to win the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills are a powerhouse right now. The Dolphins will be a wild card. Right now the Dolphins are a wild card. The Buffaloes won the AFC East. But it doesn't feel good. Are, are, do you feel like we were eight and three to get to nine and eight? Now you went one and five in the last six games, or are you just we had a winning season? We're nine and eight. First year head coach goes to the playoffs. We're good. Like it seems like this playoff appearance should feel a lot better than it does. Yeah, you know what, man? It it really it, we we limped into the playoffs, man. But I'm gonna tell you what, and I say this to you know the big Seth all the time, man. Hey, that, that that playoff check is still good, you know, Channing. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I mean, it, 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 the, the fans might say, oh, we don't, we don't deserve, we don't. Hey, but that's these guys are going to get that that check coming up on you know that's gonna that's gonna fund their four hundred one K if if that mm-hmm. if it feels worse going into the playoffs right now then you know if they would have been you know five and six you know winning five out of six games going in. But realistically though man, you know, bottom line is just getting in. You know, the first goal is always to, you know, to win your division. Win your division, you get a home game, you get in the playoffs. Next goal is getting to the playoffs. You know, they found a way to get in when it didn't look very good. I mean, they lost a whole month of December, first week in January, and they found a way to win, you know, against the Jets team that, you know, obviously isn't very good offensively, great defensively, but, you know, they found a way to win and get in. So now it's the third season. I call this the third season all the time. We had the preseason. We had the regular season. Now it's the postseason. Everybody's 0-0, you know. So the Dolphins are playing with house money. So what – don't go out – I mean, go out there with no fear, man. Go out there and, and play, you know what, to the wall, man. It's just the way it is, man. You know, right now – the Dolphins have nothing to lose. Nobody's picking them to win. So go out there and play carefree, man, and try to make something happen any way you can. And, Juice, I was blessed with one playoff check in 2008. But that's <laughs> that's when I found out that the big money players on the team, a lot of people don't think know this, Juice, the big money players on the team, they don't get excited about playoff checks because they it's make $200,000 $200, a game. That wild card check is twenty grand. They take a pay cut to make it to the playoffs. Hey, that's it. It becomes their vacation money, Kenny. You know what I mean? They just go to Tahiti with it. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's all they do. You're right, man. I, I, I remember looking at Urban Fryer's regular check way back then, and I was like, damn, that's a lot of money. You know what I mean? Yep. So I know exactly what you're saying about the playoff check. And I think our playoff check might have been 13-5 or something back then. You know what I mean? I thought that was great. You know, go ahead and yeah, put this yeah. in the bank real quick. You know what I mean? I ever told you the Kevin Carter story in my rookie year? This is great. Yes. Yeah, he looked at me. <laughs> Bro, he they told me check, I, would, I, <laughs> I wouldn't get out the bed for that much money. <laughs> I said, well, thanks, OG. I appreciate the love. Goodness. Solana, Solana, you produce the Dolphins broadcast. You get a playoff check, don't you? How much is your playoff check? Yeah, I don't think I want to get out of bed for that one either, to be 100 honest. <laughs> No, but the truth the truth is, OJ, I, I think all Dolphins fans, like, I, I said this on Monday, if you're a Dolphins fan and you can't enjoy having an extra week of football, that's on you, because I don't right. care if you limp in, doesn't matter if you won five in a row at the beginning of the season or the end of the season, you want to get to the postseason, and so, yeah. obviously, it's not great shakes when you have to go to Buffalo without your starting quarterback and without your backup quarterback, uh, you're down to your right. third string quarterback, but you know what? If I told you before the season they were going to have a, a a record above 500 and they were going to go to the to the playoffs for the first time since 2016, I think a lot of people would have taken it. I think everyone would have taken yeah. it. Yeah, you know what? Hot, you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of teams where guys had U-Hauls packed on Saturday, this last Saturday and Sunday. Yep. You know what I mean? They they knew they were <laughs> they had nothing else to play for. They knew that they were going to head on vacation. You know. For these guys to be at eight and three at one point, then go through the skid that they went through towards the end and get in, you know what I mean? They they got to be excited about that, no matter what. Yeah, we got I a agree. young team too, man, and, and playoff experience is huge. We don't want to be surprised, you know, our first time and making an appearance with some of these young guys next year. So go ahead and get in there and see what it's all about, you know what I mean? And feel that atmosphere and, and what it's going to be like in Buffalo because there's a good chance it might be up in there again next year, playing for the same type of you know position in the in the league. And so, and, 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 and enjoy this experience, you know, soak it all in, 
And that way you're not surprised. Look, I was I counted on the playoffs. When I got to the Dolphins, hell, they, they lost in the AFC Championship game. The year before I got there, we were in the playoffs every single year. We had one year where we – hell, my rookie year, we were 9-2 and two and lost our last – uh, five games and missed the playoffs. But after that, we were rolling in the playoffs, you know. So, I mean, that's that's something they, these guys should always just count on happening. And it has to happen one year before you can get to the next couple years of that. Yeah, it's funny. I was I was telling uh, Solana and Crowder back in 2000, that playoff game that you guys won was blacked out locally because they didn't sell <laughs> yeah. it out. And, and I said yeah. one of the reasons that it didn't sell out, Dolphins fans were used to making the playoffs. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't that out of out of uh, left field that a team, you know, with the Dolphins would make the playoffs. And uh, it yeah. was a holiday week. There, a bunch of people were texting in like how they watched the game because it was blacked out locally. But yeah, when uh, when you were playing, I mean, the playoffs were a given for for the most part. Yeah, they really. were. Yeah. They sure were, man. I mean, we count on that. I'm telling you, as that check, I count on that check. I count on that check. <laughs> Figure that in at the beginning of the year. Why not? I hope I hope that becomes the norm again. I hope it does. Yeah, no doubt. OJ no McDuffie, uh, make sure you download and subscribe his podcast with Seth Levitt called The Fish Tank. Uh, their guest this week is Jay Fiedler, and they do reminisce about that 2000. It's unbelievable that it was 23 years ago, the last Dolphins playoff win. But they, uh, yeah, they reminisce hey. about that. It's really mind-boggling. Yeah, Jay was Jay was shocked too, man. You know, Jay Jay actually Jay had to do the uh, late night post game show kind of thing for the Jets. So that's what he does over there, man. So he was he was shocked we were talking about that. But I I had to ask him like, well, how'd you guys feel after eleven six loss? You know what I mean? And he was uh, he wasn't happy about that question at all. So <laughs> I am, I it's a good podcast. Not. Was he is he an <laughs> underappreciated quarterback in Dolphins history? One thousand percent. Yeah. He was just a winner, man. You know what I mean? I know we had a great defense and we had some run game and some other things, man. But Jay was just a great leader, man. And that's one thing that, you know, look, I, I, I think the number's around 32 people that's been under center since Danny retired. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, that's, man, that's a lot, obviously. Yeah. But Jay was one of those guys when you look back at his, his, you know, we had the same conversation about Wanstead. And everybody's like, oh, Wans was terrible. But look at his records. You know what I mean? He had great, he had great records. One, one time, I think we were ten and six, didn't make the playoffs. You know, so I mean, you 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 forget all that about that history when you see how bad we've been all these other years. You know, and hopefully we're getting on the right track back in the playoffs, and hopefully continue that trend. I mean, that quarterback number—that's one of the reasons that they haven't had a playoff win since two thousand. I mean, that's it. They've been well, searching you know, for the right quarterback. Guy. Yeah, it's, it's coach and quarterback. That combination has been successful in this league. You got the same you, – if you're consistent with coach and quarterback, you see these same teams, the same guys in the playoffs over and over and over again. You know, it's always been that way. And we've had a lot of coaches. We've had a lot of quarterbacks. That's yeah. why we haven't had the consistency in the playoffs. You know? Hopefully this is the beginning of that. O.J. McDuffie, thanks, Juice. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.